0: You are listening to a Music Secrets Exposed podcast documentary series in association with Waterfall Music and the Paul Lloyd Warner Foundation. Episode 11. With the expanded awareness and spiritual guidance of Paul Lloyd Warner's insight, a new album has been born, Compassion, a Symphony for Humanity. Stay tuned.
1: Today's segment is the last in the current series with Waterfall Music and Paul Lloyd Warner. Just to do a quick review of the story of Waterfall Music and the composer of Paul Lloyd Warner. He began his music career in Hawaii and had some amazing experiences such as the Spectre of the Brocken. I know if you don't know what that is, tune into the earlier episodes of this whole story. Um, he composed music for piano he had a huge spiritual awakening and experience he then moved on from hawaii because of business requirements into back into his homeland of california where a whole new life took place he started selling his music at art shows and he sold over i think was it a million copies paul something like that
0: yeah all
1: all through art shows so a lot of people were touched by his music and some amazing testimonials came across those booths of people who use that music as part of their healing from diseases such as cancer and so on and even just over this last few days um as i'm recording this segment today it's early january of 2022 his music was described as exalting his his performances of one of which he played for fellow musicians in his local area in California. There's one theme though, that has really acted like a thread through the whole series of segments. And it starts with the name of Nana Viri, a spiritual teacher who was, well, who became very well known in Hawaii. And she said something which impacted Paul's life and not only Paul but many other people who were in that area at that time and she said this and I quote this from her death notice in fact it's she said in the past guard your thoughts keep them free from doubt and fear accepting only good prepare your mind for the best that life has to offer become increasingly aware of the one presence the one spirit which is God All sense of lack or limitation should have no place in your consciousness. Everything is possible to you according to your acceptance and the way spirit works through your belief in whatever you believe in, end quote. And Paul, that really has framed your life by the way that you've explored your story on this podcast.
0: Precisely, exactly. Um, She, uh, if I had not met her, I don't know who or what I would have become, but not who I am today. Uh, because she she inculcated within me the positive framework of life that one must think positively, that we have to learn to change our thinking. We don't like the outcome of what is in our life. We're saddened, we lose our jobs, or we lose a mate or something like that we have to take a look at our out at the outcome what are we thinking and if we start to think and change our thinking to think well I I can affirm everything that comes to my mind I'm going to let out and not prevent any negative thinking from entering into my in myself I will process through whatever I have to go through I will process Yes, we can always be processing old stuff, things from our childhood, old family relationships, old love, things of that nature, what we learned. But if we allow those things to germinate within us, then we become thwarted in our lives, and we're not able to really grow and evolve as, as people. That is what she taught. She taught us, she taught me, she had a class, she taught me to to stop thinking negatively
1: i mean in the world in the world we live in that is a huge lesson right there
0: it it was and And uh, it's
1: it's it's a task and a half to even live that way and some people may think it's impossible but actually it's really possible
0: well she drilled it into us i mean in class there were about maybe eight or ten people we were in her private home in Aina Haina, which is the kind of a warm, sunny part of uh, Honolulu Honolulu Beach nearby, gorgeous beach. Uh, And it was a simple home, very nice, very beautiful middle class style home, comfortable. We sat on couches on on a nice carpeted floor and she'd be in her chair and she would uh, teach us, lecture to us. She would read from these various texts uh, and we would then listen to them and take it to heart. And then she would comment, allow our commentary before she moved on, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph. And that's how we learned, right down to the nitty gritty. Uh, And she, she trained me to know that there is only one power in this universe, the universal power. And you can name it, she named it God. Yes, I would name it God. But it's, it's not about the name. It's about the recognition that there is a universal power, a divine mind that, that emanates throughout the entire universe, the entire cosmos. Now, many different people, different religions might see it a different way or name it a different way. But they always call it God somehow. It always comes back to God and that as the universal god for all one humanity it's not I like- just
1: I just have a question because when you go into this type of topic there might be some listeners saying oh you don't know my life i've had such a difficult life i've suffered a lot i've been through terrible circumstances you're, you're coming from a different place. You had supportive environment around you. You had a spiritual teacher. I didn't have that. I don't have that. How can I do it on my own? What would your answer be to that question?
0: Very good question. Uh, the answer would be is to uh, start to read books on spirituality that will help you get through the, the past the the horrible experiences of the past to learn to change your thinking learn how find a teacher find find a school a class a church whatever it might be that will help you change your attitude your thinking that's something we have to do for ourselves no one can do it for us it takes time i was fortunate yeah, I mean, I had a very unfortunate childhood myself. I had a lot of things to go through. Uh, but I don't talk about my childhood in, in the series. That's not important, except my piano lessons. Uh, the, the, the answer to that question is, is find a spiritual guidance somewhere in your community uh, or online that will help you Change your thinking to the positive. Look, one has to ultimately stand guard at their mind, at their intelligence. As you stand guard, just like a guard will stand and not let in any bad people into your nightclub or into your class, whatever it might be. You stand guard so that no one, nothing can enter into your mind that's going to harm you or hurt you.
1: And i think that's probably the biggest step to take and once you kind of master that or find a way of mastering because it's always an individual journey you're then on your way in a sense and i'm thinking that a lot of people will say well you know there's all this media surrounding us these days i can't turn on the television but there's negativity I can't turn on the news, but there's negativity. How do I deal with all that?
0: Don't turn on the television. except to watch the programs you want. Do not listen to the news. Uh, You can read about the news. Uh, There might be news you enjoy watching. That's fine. No one's telling you what to do or what not to do. But do not allow so much media to saturate your mind where now it's controlling you that you can't think for yourself
1: that's a good point think for yourself that's a very we have to think
0: for ourselves i mean why allow ourselves to be controlled what's the purpose of being controlled Uh, and if someone is trying to control you and that's often the case you know you might be a younger person and your parent is is watching over you to protect you but some get over controlling What can you do when you're young and you don't really have the power and the ability to to, to, uh, uh, challenge what's being thrown at you. Uh, So all you can really do is start to read some good books about positive thinking. There are a lot of books about positive thinking. And to learn how to change your thinking uh, to to be but positive it takes you, time it,
1: it takes time but i i also feel very strongly and this is my own personal opinion is that the environment you place yourself within where you can choose sometimes we're in an environment that we can't choose where we are and we have to work through that but for a lot of our time we can choose our environment and with that said it has a very helpful effect where the mind is concerned so, for example, you in your musical journey, you positioned yourself in places of beauty. Very much to produce beautiful, deep pieces of music. So could you talk about the environment and the effect that the environment may have on someone who is exploring this whole part of themselves?
0: Thank you. Yes. Um, that is what my music philosophy behind my music which is, is beauty is the standard it, it is the bottom line standard from which all the music grows and evolves and becomes what it, what it, what it becomes what it is it is not based on the beauty in the mind the beauty of feeling life the beauty of living now that's hard for a lot of people I understand that I know what I had to go through uh, to become this. It, it was not easy. Honda Biri really helped me understand that. But before I even met her, I was uh, for a, y- a year before I was swimming in waterfalls all over Maui. And I experienced physical beauty of such magnitude that it changed my life. Before that, I lived in big cities like New York, Florence, Italy, you know, Los Angeles. So I knew all the big cities, not all, I knew what big city life was. Now to go into the country and to experience the beauty, that changed me. I now understood something I never did. I mean, when I first arrived in Maui, I had to go to a doctor to have my ears cleaned out because it had been so stuffed up. I thought that I, you know, I cleaned my ears all, all the time, every day, but I had impacted them. They went down deeper, deeper, deeper. So when they they took their machine and they 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 took out. You know, all the stuff in my ear. I was amazed how much came out. I could hear again. I could hear for the first time in years and years. I wasn't clogged up anymore. Uh, and uh, so we have to unclog not our ears only, but our thinking, our being. We have to realize there is a beauty in this world. And There's a natural
1: beauty... A natural beauty, though. I would say that it's it's in the world of nature
0: and also in the human spirit yeah That's something we can't forget. Uh, And that's what the music that um, I'm going to talk about in this particular last series here is to talk about an an album of music that I've been working on all during the series.
1: okay. So tell us more (laughs) about this. This is, um, you just gave me a sneak peek before we started recording. It's a new work and you're hoping to introduce the world to it just out of interest can people sign up with their email address to find out when it comes out
0: oh yes yes
1: and where can they go
0: well you i'll give you an email address where you can go and that would be waterfall music there's one word waterfall at gmail.com okay Let's tell us about
1: there. the music tell us about the music what's what's new
0: well, it's really
1: i I put
0: out this album, but it never had any kind of release. Very few people ever heard it and back in two thousand and six, and at that time, I called it Sympathy for Humanity." so I decided well, since I stole a lot of its best pieces and put it into uh the healing power of music. I was sitting here all during our podcast series over the last 12, 14 weeks, um, trying to figure out, well, what pieces can I put in here and, and keep my last big, huge piece or the last two pieces? And what can I put in? And I kept on juggling and juggling and juggling and nothing came out right. I realize what this is about this is about love it's about the people of the world you know it's like okay i live in america uh, there's big change in america there's big change all over the world you know pandemic changed a lot of things but the important thing is the human spirit there's so much love in this world there's so much love and that's what this is about it's about love i'm talking about I'm not talking about any specific type of love, except love as the subject itself. Love is such a beautiful thing. Spiritual love, yes. That's what Hamadiri taught us, showed us the way to, that's what I practice through the music. But love for, the, for humanity, love for the world, love for peace, world peace. I mean, you know, it seems impossible. How can it be possible to have world peace? doesn't seem possible at all. The, uh, the way things are going in the world it's going just the other way around. Uh, and so where and how can world peace take place? Well there are people working on it and I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and you know create world peace but I'm gonna do my best <laughs> through the music you know and um, it's, it's not a political thing. I'm not against anything. But I'm for love, I'm for the world, I'm for the humanity, I'm for the human spirit, I'm for the individual who feels, who loves, who has something to be yearning for. They think of all the peasants all over the world who work hard and grow the food they eat and they share with the local communities. Their hearts are pure and clean for the most part. They're good people and they're the untold people. We don't learn about them. I mean, how many millions of peasants are there in China who till the fields, who grow? And the peasants in Ireland, you know, who did grow and, and grow potatoes. And there was obviously a once a, a great famine. And the history of the world, if you take a look and see, the, the people who grew the food were the people who and not just you know the, the vegetables and fruits, but also uh, animal culture. Uh, who 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 made that happen? Who fed their peoples?
1: I suppose, really, what you're talking about is the resilience of humanity.
0: Yes, in a um, sense. I mean, take just take a look. Is that there are great minds in the military. During the Cold War, no atomic bomb was dropped. And there were some pretty heady, testy moments between uh, uh, Americans, Europeans, and Russia. That was pretty hard stuff. There were threats, there, were, there was tremendous capabilities to, uh, to, to cause atomic warfare. But there were greater heads in, in in Russia, in the military, and in the Pentagon, and throughout Europe, that did not allow it to happen, who realized it would be mutual destruction. Yes, so, and
1: I suppose, in a sense, they were people who saw the bigger picture. Um, yes,
0: of the, course. The,
1: You know, without a doubt, because I think, you know, we're all individuals here at the moment, even the, in this pandemic situation. We're fed a certain story very often from the media. And sometimes our bigger picture becomes a small picture. And I think it's a gift to be able to see the bigger picture because you then can see humanity from a different perspective.
0: That's true. I mean, the bigger picture is the realization that all people in all nations are interconnected. We're all one humanity no matter what our color, creed, or background is, for one humanity. And that's the bigger picture. The bigger picture is that there's a universe that surrounds us. That's the huge picture. That's the biggest picture. And in fact, the new uh, Webb Space Telescope was just uh, launched on Christmas Eve. Now that has been worked on for uh, 20 years or more. They've been working on that to succeed the Hubble telescope. I think it will see much further into into the origins of the universe. That's an amazing telescope that just went up. And it won't be uh, actually in full function until the summertime. They have a lot of things to open up to make sure. But the point is, is that 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 space telescope, the Webb scope, will see deeper into the origins of the universe and give us the biggest picture we ever had. And so that big picture, not just telescopically, but in our minds, our big picture is to start to understand the peoples of the world, go go onto onto the internet and, and learn, go to Wikipedia and study the countries of the world. Let's go start there.
1: That there's so many wonderful documentaries illustrating how um, similar we are across the world. Before you had so much division, but now the walls have come down in, in a lot of people's minds about the differences from culture to culture. And you suddenly see all these similarities that you never thought existed from culture to culture in terms of person to person. That we all are spiritual beings we all enjoy the sweetness of artistry we all love our families we all want you know sweetness in life and this is what music can bring to the world.
0: Thank you for bringing it back to that wonderful topic uh, because yes uh, you know music is probably the most important most important thing there is i mean uh in life for enjoyment think about all the music throughout the world all the genres of music that people listen to and, and the folk music the music that comes out of the people uh, it's wonderful, um, but in my philosophy of music, and this is just my own as a person, that I, I believe that music needs to demonstrate a, uh, a feeling for beauty, a feeling for humanity, a feeling for goodness, a, a positive feeling. If it doesn't bring forth a positive feeling, I'm not going to release it. I can't release it. I have to have it.
1: One of the things that I have looked at in depth is this idea of frequency and vibration and what that actually means scientifically as well as psychologically, the effect it has on those around you and your environment. And I have really learned and observed that different styles of music does affect people differently. So if I have seen people being very deeply interested in heavy metal rock and they're a very different kind of person compared to the person who is into I suppose classical music such as Debussy who we referenced earlier in this podcast series are those people who might love going to art galleries and observing beautiful pieces of art and sculpture you're really looking at very different people by the very nature of what they expose themselves to which I think is an interesting point and therefore the music that we listen to if we're consciously aware of how it can affect us because everything is energy and we've all these vibrations and frequencies surrounding us you know music is causes sound waves which at an energetic level I'm not going to go too deep into this which I'm sure you understand I think a lot of people don't realize that by the very nature of what they listen to, it can create change, either positive or negatively.
0: Yes. Uh, and there's a lot of negative music. Uh, you know, people love the kind of music they love and no one can change that. And there's, it's a huge tapestry. Uh, 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 if you take a look at the whole of music if if that's even possible I mean just the native music you know different native musics throughout the world that they're so different from each other and yet they all involve drums or something and song and, and rhythms and dance it's beautiful it's, 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 beautiful. it's just beautiful
1: it's a world that there's no end to once right. I, I don't mind, even if you're an amateur musician or you just no, it's just somebody that like you don't play music. You just love listening to it. It's an endless world of color and creativity.
0: Oh, absolutely. Endless. And, good, and so much goodness. There's so many beautiful themes and songs and, and meanings to them, you know, and, and so much songs about love. Love is pretty much what people about. Like, huh? It
1: transcends language. You know, language can be limiting um but music moves us beyond the limits of language
0: it's the universal language as so many people have noted and it is a universal language because someone from i mean i remember this i had a story uh way back when my i had my early piano music before i released it i had a friend his name was alfred blackwell and alfred blackwell was, was a healer and he wanted to learn acupuncture so in the 1970s, his family helped him raise the money to go to China in the 1970s. And he went to Beijing and they went to study acupuncture for two or three years. And he says there they just put you through uh, into a room and every few minutes they have someone coming in. And there the needles go really deep. They really hurt. But that's what they have to do. And he did that for years. Anyway, so one day. Um, he was on a little vacation, he brought his cassette with him of, of my music, and he went into a bus. Uh, and, and it was just the Chinese uh, people going from here to there, he wanted to go some, see some scenery wherever he was going. So he he uh, he said to the driver, he said, I've got a cassette of piano music, would you like to play it? So the, he put it on, and the whole bus heard my music. Well. He said that the bus driver would not give him back that cassette. He, they loved it so much that they wanted to keep
1: it. And what album was and, it?
0: Uh, oh, it wasn't even an album. It was just the beginning of waterfall music, the early... Or oh, the very early, early
1: piano music, I suppose. Yes,
0: right. Yeah, right. And, you know, but it was very pretty. A lot of arpeggios, and, and you know, it was pretty. And so uh, that... You know, here you go, the other side of the world into a communist state, you know, and before it evolves into the China we know today. And there it is in the 1970s, uh, being heard, listened to, and enjoyed by the people on the bus and the driver. But
1: your music has been used by people in hospitals, am I right, or nursing homes and that kind of thing to improve the environment?
0: To a degree yes there have been it's really reached into the medical community and the natural health community for sure a lot of massage therapists used it and spas that sort of thing um, uh, uh, and yeah it, it it's healing my music is meant to be a healing power
1: I'd say to the listeners that if you haven't checked back in the previous segments of this whole Waterfall music story, if you go back into earlier segments, you'll hear stories of people who recovered from cancer and who used your music very much as part of their healing process. I think you stated clearly, you said it wasn't the music that healed them, but yet it helped them in that process of making the change that they had to make to get over their illnesses. Which
0: is really interesting. Exactly. You know, I mean, there's people who create real, true healing music. Uh, Like in China, they're doing these things. uh, They just go to listen to the particular sound uh, and the um, the frequencies. And then they find that this might work very well on the gallbladder, gallbladder, the certain tones. So they'll create music based on those tones, repeating those tones over and over again. And then they go clinically and look at that and see if it really does affect the gallbladder. And so there is a, a certain kind of a healing music. It's not really music as we listen to it today, but, uh, it, it will have a good effect.
1: It's more like so, they're creating a music with sound waves in mind and vibration frequency connection.
0: Right. Cause every, right.
1: every part of the human body has a different frequency.
0: Yes. Right, and and they've explored it, and others too, not just only in China, but especially in China. Okay, and you can get those recordings. Uh, I think the company is called Wing, W-I-N-G. That's the release company for them, and you can get them through China somewhere. But it, and there's some music. It's 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 pretty, but it's not like the kind of big music we make here in the West. Uh, but the point is, is that. The music I do that is healing, I can't say that I heal anybody. Nobody gets healed through the music. It, the music has a healing effect. That's the difference.
1: Well, I've heard stories of people going through illnesses, and if they came through the illnesses and recovered, and pretty significant illnesses, usually they've had to change their environment. They've had to change their diet. They've had to change how they think. They've had to change what they do every day and the people around them as well have had to, to learn to adjust to that those changes for the better and very often what you find is uh, music is part of that whole adjustment. so therefore mm-hmm. if you know what kind of music you're choosing, it can really assist.
0: That's true. I mean you know I mean everybody you know like if uh, romantic music is what people love people love romance and and if you take a look at most pop music it's about love or lack of it or want of it or yearning probably
1: a lot of it is lack of it i would imagine
0: yeah the lack of it or crying for it asking for it you know all that uh and it's also about love loving someone and, and that music people adore I mean, it makes them feel so good. Uh, Well, it's
1: it's it's going back to this idea about the sweetness of life. And that comes in different ways to different people. And I'm very consciously aware that the media has a great power. They use that power a certain way. But there's many forms of sweetness in life, many forms of sweetness. And definitely music is a central one, definitely.
0: You know, when your climate gets through the dark, cold in months and the springtime comes, you know, and, and there's rain, and now the flowers are blooming and everything gets green. That sweetness, that fresh, sweet air. Oh, it's beautiful. The the spring hits, is
1: beautiful. Yeah. It,
0: it just that, that sweetness, it opens everybody up.
1: It they does. sing,
0: they dance, they have festivals. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, where if that is appropriate, where that comes to my music. Um, I love, I just have so much love in my heart. It's just, it's the truth. I have so much love in my heart. And that love is for humanity as a whole. It really is for the human condition, for people all over the world. Because I've studied every nation I, all my life. Every single culture, nation, subcultures. I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. But I've studied, I've read, I've watched YouTubes. I've read books. I've looked all over. And it's, I made it my, my business to learn about the world, about the people of the world. And I suggest that to anybody. They don't teach it in the schools. It should be taught from from the first grade all the way to the you know, last time in college, the cultures of the world, because if we did study that, then we would eliminate prejudice, we'd eliminate hatred, we'd eliminate all those horrible I was just thing.
1: actually going to refer to that, that it would reduce an awful lot of division and you know mistaken perceptions, in a sense.
0: Right. You know, there are people, they didn't have hatred in the heart, and uh, I can't change that. And I don't expect music will. That's that's gonna be a cultural thing, educational thing over decades, over generations that will make those changes. Yeah, Uh, but if you take a look at South Africa and you take a look at apartheid and you see now where things are just only 20, 30 years later after, uh, after apartheid was destroyed, now you begin to see a new culture arising between the different races, uh, a new new way of being. Uh, And it's it's wonderful to see change. I mean, just like uh, Bishop Tutu passed away just before Christmas. He was one of the greatest men who ever lived. You know, and what he said, well, it turned out that I had a friend of mine, his name was Ray Mazzotti. Speaking of Bishop Tutu, uh, Ray Mazzotti is a a great chef. He is chefed and had restaurants all over the world. He's recognized as one of the world's greatest chefs. He's kind of older and retired now. He lives in Napa, California. Well, Ray Mazzotti was hired uh, by Bishop Tutu every Christmas time to come and prepare foods for him and his family and guests. Uh, so he went every christmas for a few weeks to or a month maybe to uh, be his personal chef but well, one day i gave ray mazani a copy of all all of the six albums that comprise the uh earth the mother earth series these were the albums i've talked about before deserts mountains waterfalls and oceans earth and stars those six albums I gave to Ray for him, for his, for his, for his life. Uh, and it was a wonderful thing. Uh, and uh, I didn't expect he'd bring them to South Africa. I had no idea he was even going there. And he gave that set to Bishop Tutu. And then I didn't know that. And then he told me that Bishop Tutu loved the music. He really, and he asked to keep the set. So, you know, it got to his wife. So when Bishop Tutu passed away just very recently, it was a pang, a special pang in my heart, not just for him and what he did for South Africa and for the world. I mean, this was a peaceful revolution that, that there was not a bullet fired. Martin Luther King. It was the same thing uh, of, of of just peaceful movement. Do not uh, do not bring up weapons to make effect gigantic, colossal change. Music does that too. Not just only mine, but the music does that and has that great effect upon people. It makes them want to. Cook. I'm
1: just. Thinking there while you're speaking, your musical story started in the late 70s. This series covers your life, I suppose, since the late 70s, right through to the current day. What has been your biggest learning in that period of time? What has been the biggest takeaway?
0: It's it's been the reaction and response people have had to the music. And for the most part, it's been exceptionally positive people love music they they uh, they tell me that my biggest takeaway is is knowing that i'm making a contribution to the world Uh, and even though it may not yet be fully recognized i know in my heart that i recognize it Uh, and that um, bringing it to a larger picture here is that my, my biggest takeaway is a greater, stronger love for the human condition, for humanity as a whole. Uh, and that uh, I love humanity with all my heart and soul. Hallelujah! I mean, I'm rhyming here, but I do. Uh, and that uh, in spite of all this stuff that we read about, in spite of all the enmity that's in this world, all the horrible things, uh, I know that there are so many people in the world who are waking up spiritually, people who are beginning to realize the truth. I am not talking about the only one truth, I'm talking about just the truth about life, the truth about, like you say, about the media, um, the truth about the real truth, which is love. The real truth is love. It it being togetherness, it's the whole, whole approach of mankind coming to peace eventually. Eventually it will have to happen. There's just no way it cannot happen. And that at least I'm making a contribution towards that peace. And that's the biggest takeaway for me.
1: Well, it's a wonderful legacy to leave really, because you are leaving a legacy. It's wonderful. Where can people find out more about waterfall music and currently what can they find online? Where can they go?
0: So many places, uh, you can go on to Spotify and put my name in Paul Lloyd Warner, uh, and there's three L's out Paul, and then two L's for Lloyd, and my middle name is Welsh. How did that happen? Yeah, I'm not Welsh. There's no Welsh blood in my family, <laughs> but it happened that way. So Paul Lloyd Warner, uh, and uh, and you can go into Spotify. You can go into certainly into uh, iTunes and find it there um, and go onto the web and look, but mainly go to waterfallmusic.com. Simple.
1: Now you're also creating a foundation. Can you just tell us more about the foundation and what that is and why have you decided to create the foundation?
0: A yes. uh, foundation is called my name, Paul Lloyd Warner Foundation Inc. Uh, it's a, it's a nonprofit foundation. Uh, and the purpose of it is is that the that the eventual money that our company, waterfall music will will earn from the sales of music throughout the world, much of that money will be funneled through the Waterfall Music Foundation to be of help and service to others. Uh, one of the things that I want to really do is to, be able to give music to people who are in need of 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 healing in need of help somehow psychologically whatever way is to be able to give it to give it to schools, the educational process and help with teaching and learning for me myself to teach uh, and to uh, help people uh, learn Uh, so. There's many facets to the Paul Lloyd Water Foundation that even has not yet been realized. But I think it has great, great hopes for education uh, and for for healing.
1: And you have a website over at waterfallmusic.com, is that correct? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. And you also have, I think, waterfallgiving. Yes,
0: waterfallgiving.com is where one can make a donation to the foundation. Uh and we also have a uh, uh waterfallmusic dot dot now dot site. And that's where you can go to everything. You have the link to all the all the elements. Waterfallmusic dot now dot site. That's I T E.
1: So that's like a hope. That's like the central hub and everything links off the that. Central
0: hub, yes. Uh, But if you want to learn about me, uh, learn about my history and my story, uh, then go to waterfallmusic.com. simple as that.
1: Perfect. Well, this is the final segment in the series, and it's been a fascinating story to follow and just to learn the ups and the downs of Waterfall Music and its creation. And to be honest, there is many lessons in it, um, both from a spiritual point of view, but also from a musical point of view so it's been great to have you on it's been really a wonderful series to have you on and we'll have you back again
0: thank you so much sylvia i have so appreciated being here it has moved my heart to the depths of of life and i feel so good so happy thank you so much for 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 having me thank you so very much
1: To find out more about waterfall music and the Paul Lloyd Warner Foundation, go to waterfallgiving.com. Also, stay tuned for the next Paul Lloyd Warner podcast. Enjoy.